Hello, everybody. It is Monday, and we are here at the Port Ritchie studios of WeBeam TV for the 14th episode of 62 Who Knew. Welcome. We have a very different show for us tonight. I'll introduce my guest in just one second. Right now, he's just going to sit here and look very handsome. <laughs> so, as we always do, I always start by thanking last week's guest, Mr. Tom Hegna, the number one uh, income annuity retirement specialist in the country. And thanks to Mr. Hegna, we actually broke our record, and we had more than 20,000 viewers last week. And I just want to thank Mr. Hegna, all our previous guests, because the show's just been growing like crazy, and, and it's always thanks to our great guests. So let me give you a little synopsis of what 62 Who Knew is, just in case you are a first-time watcher. 62 Who Knew was created for the simple truth that we're all living longer. Longer lifespans, although a blessing, is absolutely a double-edged sword. Who knew that when you would get to 62, when you're really thinking about retiring, who knew you would be going, wow, I'm going to live for another 30 years. But statistics say in this country that if you make it to 62 years old, just make it. Remember, I didn't say even make it healthy. Make it to 62 years old. The odds are more than 50-50 that you're going to live to be at least 90. And that's staggering when you think about it because the actual statistics prove that only 1% of this country has enough money to retire between 62 and 65 and live a quality of life until 90. The rest of us are just going to be working, and that includes me and, and a lot of other people. You will see, and that's why you see seniors in Walmart. It's why you see them in Kmart going, would you like a card? It's why you see them cleaning in the mall. It's why you see them in Burger King saying, would you like fries with that? And I have the greatest respect in the world for that generation uh, who realized they only did one thing wrong. They lived too long. So this show every week brings on an expert in Social Security, long-term care, annuities, life insurance, health. We're always talking the first 13 weeks about the double-edged sword of longer lifespans. But tonight, we're taking a totally different tact. We are going to talk about one of the benefits of longer lifespans. And one of the benefits are is that you can live to be 90, not that he's 90, he's not, okay? But he's way above 62. Uh, that you can live a lot longer and still live your passion and have an incredible life. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you to tonight's guest. Uh, tonight's guest has been a friend of mine for 40 years. His name is Mr. G. David Howard. Thank you for being Good here. Good to see you, Michael. And um, he's more like family than a friend. But I am not being biased when I tell you he is the funniest man alive. He holds the record in the Guinness Book of Records for the most amount of hours uh, doing comedy without a break. He has headlined in Las Vegas and all over the country, has owned several clubs in Florida, been on comedy, Caroline's Comedy Hour, a couple of different TV shows, uh, but is most well-known, quite frankly, for his local presence in Florida as not only a comedian, because I think we figured it out once, you've had to make much more than a million people laugh. Oh, it has yeah. to be way yeah, above yeah. a million, yeah. into a couple of millions. Um, but more than that, as big as his sense of humor is, that's how big his heart is. Father of four children, four great sons, uh, great wife, married for how long now, 80 years? Yeah, 54. 54 years. Um, this is just a wonderful, wonderful person and the funniest man alive. So we're, so we're going to talk a little bit about how, about how life is. And then, truthfully, I'm going to shut up for once 
and let no, you make okay. your money right. And you know, you're talking about this retirement thing. We didn't have the vehicles to save into when I had my peak earning years. Mm -hmm. And I, I came so close. I had a, I had a 401J. A 401J, yes. Who <laughs> you should. And I went nowhere. Then they come up with 401K and went crazy. Yeah, just, yeah. you just missed it by that much. I went, like I invented WD-39. <laughs> that didn't do anything. So close. That did nothing. I'm just that close. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a couple of wonderful things in life. I mean, uh, for me personally, you've caused a, a lot of laughter in our 40-year career. I think one of the most touching things, really and truly, that you ever did is the song you wrote, uh, for my first ex-wife, and that always touched me. It was I, right after your divorce. Yes, it, yeah, tell, I, tell them about that song. I'll sing a little bit of it. You want to sing it? Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> well, I hope that you're living as high on the hog as the pig you turned out to be. <laughs> that was just the beginning. There's more, but we're not <laughs> yeah. going to do that now. But I, that always gets me. It really does. It, and it fits my first divorce like you have no idea. Oh, you might be catching me looking over here. We do have a few people uh, in the studio tonight, which is unusual, very good friends. We have Nadia, we have Nadine and Ali. We just had their friends of Oz and G. David who came to hear this. But the truth of the matter is it has been an incredible 40 years to know you. Um, and you have just made people laugh. But now I'm going to ask, I know the answer, how old are you? I'm 80. And how do you feel? No, I know you're not even capable of not of being serious sometimes, but you're 80 years old. You're still traveling the country. You're well, still like, filling rooms. I feel like I'm 60, mm -hmm. except when I want to stand up. <laughs> 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 but I mean, you, I mean, I've been to, you know, you know I, I, I come to your shows way too often. You're still filling rooms around the country. You're still making hundreds of people laugh till their face hurt. Did you expect that? Like when we met when you were 40 and and I was 20. Yeah. Um, did you expect to be doing this at 80? Yeah, I, I don't plan on ever quitting. That's good. Nobody wants Somebody to Somebody asked quit. me, are you going to quit? And I said, when they stop laughing, I yeah. probably will stop performing. Wow, they're never going to stop laughing. As long laughing. as they laugh. And my wife, she still laughs. At yeah. Me, you know? I said to my wife last night, I said, you, you want to do it tonight? Yeah. And she said, do what? <laughs> and for the life of me, I couldn't remember. <laughs> That's not good. I couldn't remember That's what. That's not good at all. Yeah. What wife are you on now? <laughs> this is my, my number one wife. Oh, this is your number. I gave you a lead there, but you didn't do it. Okay, fine. Um, you know that, how, how long have you been married? 54. That's incredible. I actually did have a first wife. She's my number two. Yeah. My first wife, she was a beautiful lady, um, but she was a lot like Will Rogers. How's that? She never met a man she didn't like. Yes. You know. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't a good relationship. That's not good. But 54 years, that's, that's yeah. kind of incredible. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually seven and a half times both my marriages put together. Yeah. I just did the math in my head. My wife woke me up this morning. She said, what do you want to do today, honey? I said, let's do what all the other old people in Florida do. Let's, let's go out and get in the way. <laughs> just get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. I had it right straight to Publix. I love going to public, so I like to get in there and run around and put stuff in other people's carts. <laughs> <laughs> I ran an old lady up to $387 one time. <laughs> really? She was 92, checked out with a ghetto blaster, a Snoop Dogg CD, a Rambo knife, and four boxes of Kotex. <laughs> <laughs> I was checking out today at Publix, the girl said, you want that milk in a bag? I said, no, it's easier to pour out of the jug. <laughs> I'll never get that home in a bag. It'll <laughs> slosh all over the car and make a mess. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Have you had to adjust your show? I mean, your show, you, you put a lot of energy into your show. It's also longer 
than most people's shows, even though you've cut it down from years ago. You still and, and but you sing, which you're a great singer. You are. Um, you play the guitar. You you tell stand up. You talk to the audience. Have you had to adjust with age? Not really. Um, until I broke my back. When I broke my back, I had to sit on a stool a little bit. Yeah. But uh, back's getting better. That's good. Yeah. All right, very I'll, cool. I'll be okay, I think. Are you? But you know what? The wife and I, we didn't want to become known as old geezers. Mm -hmm. So I decided we should do what younger couples do. Find out what they do and do that. Mm -hmm. We might feel and look a little younger. So mm -hmm. I found out young couples, they set aside one night a week for a date night. They do? Do a date night. So we tried that. And it worked out great. We liked it so much, we started doing two or three date nights a week. That's nice. And we still do it. And occasionally, we'll switch to prunes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> now, I know they got it, but I'm wondering if the audience, are the TV people getting it. That's what worries me about TV. <laughs> a lot of your intelligence jokes go over people's heads. And as I think about them now, we can't do almost any of them on this TV show. No, we can't. Because uh, no, when they figure out the punchline, yes, it's not good. It's not anything I said, but what's yeah. in their head. Yeah. And we have a lot of older people watching, and they're my favorite people, older people. They, they're they're my favorite people for a lot of reasons, mostly because you get reverse mortgages. But some are, just, some are just listening. Yeah, some are just listening. <laughs> that's true. Some are just listening at all. So t again, wh where was uh, uh, you are? You have some shows in the next couple of months planned, I know. Yeah, let's see. I've got one November 9th in uh, in Ruskin okay. at the uh, Firehouse Cultural Theater. Okay, those and are two words I, that usually don't go with each other, I but know. okay. And then I've got uh, one November 18th at the Shell Factory in Fort Myers. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting place. I never knew where those things came from. Yeah, me either. <laughs> they got a factory that makes them. <laughs> it's, it's they they got them scattered on beaches everywhere. Yeah. And, just... yeah. and uh, But it is a wonderful place called the Shell Factory. I've been going there for several years now, mm -hmm. uh, two or three times a year. It's a great, great facility. Mm -hmm, yeah. So I got a show there on November 18th. And uh, now this is going to be the early to better show. The what? Early to better They show? want to try something new, and I've never thought about doing that, because normally my comedy works better after dark. Yes, definitely. But they want to do this show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Ooh. You're going to be okay with that? Yeah, we're going to try it. I think it may work. We're going to go for a quick break. I told you, first segment goes so quickly. We'll be back with G. David Howard in about four minutes. i got more stuff to say. I know, yeah. We're coming back. One day that loves going to the dentist. At Dr. B Pediatric Dentistry, we understand the individuality of each child. And they also teach us how to take care of our teeth. And offer an exceptional and gentle dental care experience for all children. With our laser procedures, we are able to provide gentler treatments and faster healing time. Come meet Dr. B. I'll be quality free. Call Dr. B's Pediatric Dentistry today. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. Please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com.
Hi, my name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054 or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com. And we are back. And right now, we're not going to um, we're not going to talk about anything serious, probably for the rest of the show, which is a very big uh, big change in our show. <laughs> so, uh, by any chance, since most of the people watching uh, would be considered seniors, um, uh, many of them don't want to be called seniors; they want to be called baby boomers. And um, but they're old. A lot of them are old. Did you do you have any material by any chance about it, old? As a matter of fact, <laughs> this uh, older couple. They thought maybe they were getting Alzheimer's or dementia because they were forgetting things. And they went to the doctor, he checked them. He said, no, it's just your short-term memory is getting bad. It's normal with old age. So if that's bothersome for you, mm -hmm. just keep a notepad, write things down, make notes for yourself. That way you won't be forgetting things. So that night they were watching TV and the old guy said, "Hun, you know, I'd really like to have a dish of ice cream. Ice cream with chocolate syrup on it. She said, okay, I'm getting ready to go to the kitchen and I'll make that for you. She went to the kitchen, he leaned his chair back and fell asleep, took a little nappy and she came back in a few minutes and put a TV tray in front of him and went back in the kitchen she brought out a plate of scrambled eggs and bacon. <laughs> he looked at it and he said, now see there, I told you, you should have written that down because I said over easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my life right now, so I don't know why. <laughs> you ever go to the kitchen and like forget why you went to the kitchen? Oh, yeah, I've done that. my age? Yeah. It's not good. Old guy went to visit his buddy. He walked in. He said, Jack, how you doing? He's doing real good. Doing real good. His wife and I, we're taking this new memory course. It's really helped us a lot. He's no kidding. What's the name of it? So it's, um, um, The long stem flower with thorns on it. What's that called? And he, he said, Rose? He said, yeah. Rose, what's the name of that memory course we're getting? So, guys, talking to his buddies, I was watching a ball game yesterday, and the power went off. The whole grid went down, mm -hmm. and we had no power. I thought, well, it was around lunchtime, so I. Went in the kitchen thinking I'd fix myself something to eat, but everything in there is electric, so I couldn't cook anything. Looked over the table, and the wife was sitting there. So I sat down and talked to her for a couple hours, and she seemed like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> that made me think of the Freudian slip. Maybe we'll do that before the end of the show. We'll see. That'll, that'll get us ratings. <laughs> Old guy in the nursing home looked at the old lady and he said, I bet you can't guess how old I am. The old lady said, drop your pants. Mm -hmm. He dropped his pants, she looked at him, she said, you're, you're 89. He said, my God, woman, how could you tell that? She said, you told me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Old lady, 92 years old, wanted to commit suicide. She needed to know the exact 
precise location of her heart. Called her doctor, he told her it was two inches below her left breast. Hung up the phone and shot herself in the hip. Some <laughs> 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 guys later in the hospital bed, they rolled in a new roommate, hooked him up, everybody left. He looked over his new roommate and he said, what is your problem? He says, well, I got a little prostate trouble. He says, well, what kind? He says, well, as I pee like you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys are sitting in a bar, two old guys sitting in a bar having a beer. <clears throat> One old guy said to his buddy, he said, see those two old geezers over there? That's going to be us in a few years. He said, you moron, you're looking in a mirror that is us. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about um, how it used to be, though. Mm -hmm. Now, when you first started coming to Clearwater Beach, mm -hmm. when I was performing down there, and back in those days, people drank a lot, and of course, over the years, that's all changed. Mm -hmm. And because they're saying now, I, I just think booze gets such a bad rap. They're saying that 30%, 30% of the auto accidents in this country are being caused by drunk drivers, and that just scares the dickens out of me, because that means that, of course, that 70% of the accidents are being caused by sober people out there. <laughs> that's actually true. <laughs> Do the math. It, uh, I rest my case. Yeah. I think they're trying to keep the wrong people off the road. Mathematically, that makes sense. <laughs> I think the cops ought to start pulling these people over and asking them, you've been drinking? No, I go, get off the road, get home. <laughs> we, got, we got party people trying to have a little fun out here. <laughs> that is dangerous to think about because you're right. That's the problem. The problem with that humor is you're correct. If 30% of any other group were doing something, you would look at the 70%, not at the 30 well, see, and all those stats and surveys and stuff fool me. I saw one the other day, pretty interesting. It said nine out of ten people in this country lie. I'm thinking, how much integrity could that survey have? <laughs> and who was the genius that figured that one out? <laughs> hey, Ralph, how would we find out if people tell the truth or not? Ask them. <laughs> Yeah, now, once they've established that nine out of ten people lie, why do they continue to do more surveys? They're lying on them anyway. That's true. Nine out of ten of them are lying, so surveys don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I saw another one one day. One out of five people in this country have a, ser a serious mental problem. Really? So when I'm in a live audience, I just tell them, look two to your right, <laughs> two to your left. If they look okay to you, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> I can't help it. No matter how old I get, I can't stop having fun. I haven't lost my fun yet. No, I know you haven't. I've, I've lost other things. Like what? Well, I don't want to talk about it, but I've. I've there's th <laughs> you things. You can. We, we're a very I, close audience. Things I used to be able to do that I can't, don't do very well anymore. Like and Tell us. The, um, but I still have fun. I have fun when I, when the most, most fun thing for me to do is going out to dinner. Mm -hmm. That is the most fun thing because servers just set you up. Yeah, they do. 
they give you one straight line after another. Start you right off. They'll mm -hmm. say, um, would you like a cocktail before dinner? Say, sure, go ahead and tell us one. <laughs> <laughs> they always use this one too. How is everything? I said, we don't know. We didn't order everything. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's done this a lot too. And he, yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. You can do the rest of that. <laughs> I went out the other night to a real busy restaurant. They were in the weeds. Now, the wife and I, we got to have a good time. Mm -hmm. We never got to have a bad time. So, nothing really ever upsets us. Right. So, we're out there in the weeds. We've been in the restaurant business. We understand weeds. We're mm -hmm. in the weeds. You're in the weeds. It is what it is. You go with the flow. Yeah. Eventually, they'll get around to us. So we're laid back. We don't care. We're waiting. And finally, we got a server. A little chubby girl. She came over and she said, sorry about the weight. I said, don't worry about it. I used to be heavy, too. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody saying that to one of your people? <laughs> Went out the other night. Had an Italian dinner and pasta, and it was way too much food. I didn't eat a third of it. You couldn't tell it even touched the plate, and I was filled. Mm -hmm. So I pushed the plate back and laid my napkin on the table, indicating to the server that I was finished. Mm -hmm. you know? She came over. She looked at my plate, looked at me, and she said, "Are you stuffed?" I said, "No, I'm real." <laughs> <laughs> then she said. You want a box for that? I said, no, but I'll wrestle you for a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep setting you up. They do. Yeah. I got on, they set you up everywhere, not just servers. I got on the elevator the other day. The girl got on. She says, I get off on three. I said, we'll have to go get two more guys. Yeah, that's, that's, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> did she laugh? She laughed, I hope. Oh, yeah, she did. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, <nope. laughs> but now, you got to be careful because you, if you're going to be a smart aleck, and I've always been a smart aleck, and as a smart aleck, you do have run across people who don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. And you can get hurt. I remember that. And I got hurt a couple of times. Um, Got hurt in Cincinnati one time. I don't know if I can do this here. I guess I can. You can. Um, it's my show. You can do it. I was walking down Walnut Street, downtown Cincinnati. It was dead of winter, ice and snow all over the sidewalk. And I heard the guy behind me. He all looked over my shoulder, and his arms were flailing like that. And he slipped on the ice. He slid right past me, and I said, "You're in there." <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some big redneck dude, about six foot nine, that didn't think that was a bit funny. And I was looking around to see if everybody, everybody got the thing. And yeah. <laughs> this big redneck dude looked down at me. He's missing every other tooth. So I just guessed his nickname was Rake. <laughs> and he looked down at me. He said, you like to see people hurt themselves, son. I said, well, he was going to hurt himself anyway. <laughs> he didn't hurt himself because I did that, okay? I just called him safe. <laughs> Did, did you think he was out? <laughs> I didn't have that strong of a commitment to save. Yeah. I was perfectly willing to change my call yeah. in order to please Rake. And so I raised my fist to call the guy out, and Rake thought I was going to hit him, I guess. Oh. So he decked me. So now I'm down the ice and snow, rolling around on the sidewalk with the guy that slid past me. I look up. Now Rake looks like he's over seven feet tall at this point, and I had to make a judgment call, and I... Now, he's a big dude, slippery out here, 
there's a good chance if I get up, he's going to knock me down again. <laughs> so I might be better off if I stay here. <laughs> and that's what I did. I stayed there. The longer I laid there, the funnier the whole scene got to me. And I started laughing like a child. I was rolling back and forth on the sidewalk, kicking my feet and giggling. And that confused Rake. That confused That him. confused the large man. And <laughs> he thought I was crazy. He, he said, that, that boy's nuts. And he took off. <laughs> we got about so, 10 cents. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I always felt like I won that fight. You did. There's no, in the record books, that's a WPF. We only got a few seconds left in the second segment. Then we're going to come back and talk. Uh, you've had some changes over the years. You changed um, a lot of your ethnic jokes to a very I did. vanilla I did, uh, yeah. kind of thing. I want to talk about that when we come okay. back. Yeah. All righty. We're going out for our second break? Third break? I forget where we are. Second break. One bee that loves going to the dentist. At Dr. B Pediatric Dentistry, we understand the individuality of each child. And they also teach us how to take care of our teeth. And offer an exceptional and gentle dental care experience for all children. With our laser procedures, we are able to provide gentler treatments and faster healing time. Come meet Dr. B. Call Dr. B's Pediatric Dentistry today. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. Please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com. My name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054 or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com.
And we're back with G. David Howard, the funniest man alive, for the, the first lighthearted 62 who knew in, in our, in our uh, existence of 14 weeks. Tell us, give us some more thoughts of life. What else is happening? Well, I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah, how'd you we do that? We were just talking about that. Yeah, and we were on the commercial. As yes. a matter of fact, I'm going to write a book about it yeah. called Half Your Cake and Eat It Too. Half Your Cake and Eat It Too. I like that. <laughs> you like that title? That should be on a t-shirt. We could yeah. push that on the yeah, show. That's how I lost all my weight, money. eating half my food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, like um, I used to be much heavier. Yeah. Well, you remember. Well, I remember, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. used to be heavier. I used to be thinner. This yeah. is a strange world. Well, we were talking about cops a while ago. Yes, we were. And you can have, actually have fun with cops mm -hmm. if you're in the mood to do that. And mm -hmm. I had fun with the cop one time. Swear to you, true story. The cop pulled me over and he walked up to my window. And he said, you know why I pulled you over? I said, did you forget? <laughs> 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 well, I wasn't going to help him. <laughs> I might have done a half a dozen things that he didn't see. <laughs> so I'm not going to give him any hints or ideas. There's a great story about that guy. He's about 90. Cop stopped him and asked him that classic question. You know why I pulled you over? He goes, well, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, probably got something to do with the gun in my glove compartment and big sack of marijuana back there in the trunk. And the cop got him out of the car, handcuffed him, called for backup. Captain came out, searched the car, didn't find anything. Captain walked over to the guy. He said, my officer here told me he had a gun and some dope in the car. We didn't find either one. He's yeah, that lion bastard Barry George. I was speeding too, didn't he? <laughs> 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 Can't believe it. We're not guys. Can't believe you. anything he says. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to do a lot of ethnic jokes. Yeah, you did. And I stopped doing them. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why I did. If you do a lot of ethnic jokes, people they can approach you mm -hmm. after the show and speak to you about it. And they say, "Well, I'm Polish, and I was offended with your Polish jokes. Or I'm Italian, and I like your Italian jokes. Or I'm." Blonde, and I have no idea what I'm pissed off about. And <laughs> so I thought about that very seriously. I changed all the jokes to ignorant jokes, figuring that there just is very little chance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? After the show, nobody's going to walk into me and say, Hey, buddy, I'm ignorant. <laughs> I'm ignorant as hell. <laughs> and my daddy, he's more ignorant than I am. My daddy told me when I was a kid, he said, son, don't you get smart. And I never did. <laughs> I never did get smart. <laughs> so I changed all the jokes to ignorant jokes. Like um, two ignorants walking down the beach. One of them said, look at that dead sea seagull. The other one said, where, man? <laughs> I like, like the one about the two ignorant guys. Going down the beach all, every day, and one guy always was able to get lucky with a cute chick. He'd always pick up a lady, and the mm -hmm. other guy wasn't getting any luck at all. And so he talked to his buddy about it, and he said, How do you? I'm as good looking as you are. Why aren't you getting all the babes, and I'm not getting any babes? And he said, I put a potato in my bathing suit, okay? He said, Oh, huh. So the ignorant guy said, I'm going to try that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So he went out the next day and walked up and down the beach all day long. Came back and his buddy said, well, did you get any babes? He said, no, that potato thing doesn't work. And he said, he said, he said you put it in front, moron. You're <laughs> 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 walking around all day without loading your pants. What are you doing? <laughs> You're going to get a babe that way. <laughs> oh. But then I... Uh, 
I like little kid jokes too. Mm -hmm. um, guy called his brother's house, little nephew Joey answered the phone. Joey said, "Hello." He said, "Joey, let me talk to your dad. He's busy." What's your mother doing? She's busy. Anyone else there? There's a policeman and some firemen. He's oh my god, let me talk to one of them. He's they're busy. Everybody's busy. What are they doing? Looking for me. Then <laughs> 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 I like I, I like like remember the turtle jokes? Oh, those are good jokes. Turtle got uh, <laughs> how was that? Was the snail was riding on the back of a turtle, mm -hmm. going "Wee!" <laughs> you got to mentally see that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> snail got mugged by two turtles. He yeah. went to the cops and reported it. And he said, "Can you describe the turtles?" He said, "No, it happened so fast." <laughs> <laughs> this is a big green blur. <laughs> Yeah, I heard a knock on the door. He opened the door, and the snail was looking up at him. The snail said, can I come in? He said, get out of here, and he kicked the snail down the steps. Six months later, he knocked on the door, and looked, and the snail looked up at him and said, what did you do that for? <laughs> guy standing on the street corner waiting for the light to change, so he crossed the street, heard a little noise going, psst. Look down, a little frog was looking at him going, psst. He says, frog, is it you making that noise? Frog says, yeah. He says, you can talk? He says, yeah. He says, well, what do you need? He says, well, I'd love to help across the street. There's a lot of traffic. Would you help me across the street? And the man says, sure. And he picked the little frog up, and he came across the street talking to him. And he says, frog, you look kind of down on your luck. He says, well, I haven't eaten in about a week. And I'm, I'm really tired and hungry. Guys, my apartment's right here on the corner. He says, I'll take you in there and fix you some lunch and mm -hmm. fix you some dinner and let you... Grab, grab a night's sleep. And he took the little frog in there and fed him some dinner and put the frog in bed and covered him up. And as he was leaving the bedroom, the frog said, would you kiss me goodnight? And the man turned around, went back to the bedside, bent down, and gave the little frog a goodnight kiss. Hmm. As he kissed the frog, the frog turned, to an, turned into a beautiful 17-year-old girl. And that, Your Honor, is what happened to my client on the evening in question. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of time owning a club, even from the stage, to, to observe drunks and their comments to each other. You really have. Oh, yeah. I remember I heard two drunks talk at one time. One of them said, you know, you know when, I, when, I, when, I, when I was born, I, I weighed a pound and a half. His buddy said, oh, my God, man. Did, you, did you live? <laughs> he says, yeah, I lived. You ought to see me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, when I have my own club, I admire these people that have restaurants because mm -hmm. it's, it's not easy. A comedian really shouldn't be allowed to be in business. That's true. Because it was hard for me to run a business. I'd tell people to do stuff, they'd think I was joking. <laughs> yeah. You know, I fired a guy one time, three months later, he was still working there. <laughs> I'd come in the back door, and I said, didn't I fire you? <laughs> yeah, right, you, <laughs> you big kidder, you. <laughs> my, my employees wouldn't even let me, well, I came in through the kitchen one night, 
bus boy had his fingers stuck in the dishwasher. I had to fire both of them. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened to you guys? That wasn't good. <laughs> my employees would not let me answer my own telephone. They raced me to get to the phone because they knew I would mess it up. Because mm -hmm. people ask us stuff, and being a smart aleck, I, I had to mess with them. Lady called one time, she said, do you take reservations? I said, you bet. And I just waited her out. She said, well, can you put me down? I said, okay, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Some people get, get pissed at you when you mess with them. Yeah. The guy called one time, he said, what do I have to do to make reservations for a large group? I said, first, you have to send in a group picture. <laughs> he got all ticked off because he took me serious. He said, I have people coming in from out of town, and I can't get everybody together in time to do that. <laughs> I said, well, cut them out of a scrapbook, make a collage or something. <laughs> Draw some little stick figures and put names under them. Just, Make an effort. <laughs> Something. <laughs> but then you got to deal with the customers, too, yeah. and some of them are pretty stupid. I remember one night we, when we had our brewmasters on Indian Rocks Beach, in the lobby full of people. We're on about a one-hour wait, and I was standing there in the lobby, and I, we'd had a lunar eclipse the night before. And I looked at this one lady, and I, I said, did you happen to see the lunar eclipse last night? She's, we're not from around here. <laughs> okay. That might have been a Pasco County person, but okay. <laughs> then one night, I swear again, true story. Now, we had an outdoor deck that sat about 200 people. I remember that, yeah. Sat about 300 people inside. And we're packed. But I saw this lady on the deck coming toward the doors to come inside. She had a fist on her hip, and she was marching. Her body language was telling me that she was not happy. So I went toward the doors and met her as she came in. And I said, uh, ma'am, can I help you? She said, I want to see a manager right now. I said, ma'am, I, I can help. What is it? You have a bum on your deck. There's a bum out there eating food from people's plates who've just left. It's disgusting. I cannot believe you have a bum out there. I said, well, show me where he is. And she pointed out to this guy. And sure enough, some homeless guy had wandered onto the deck and was meandering through the tables. I looked at him. I said, ma'am, that is not our bum. <laughs> our bum didn't show up today. And that looks like Krabby Bill's bum. <laughs> and I'll go out there and send him back over to Krabby Bill's. And don't you know she bought that? She said, oh. <laughs> you got me ready for these people. It's like the same thing with my kids' teachers. Mm -hmm. Now, four boys, the odds are you're going to have one that's going to be, mm. maybe, a, can I say prick? Yes, you prick. just did, so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> well, we had one like that, and love a little booger to death, but mm -hmm. hug him, kiss him, treat him like the others, but he's a little jerk. And <laughs> so I got a call one day, my wife answered the phone, middle of the afternoon. She placed her hand over the mouthpiece and stared at me, making me think maybe I've been caught at something. <laughs> She said, I'm not talking to this teacher anymore. You talk to her. I said, well, gave me the phone. I got on the phone. I said, this is Mr. Howard. How can I help you? She said, what are you going to do with this kid? I said, what are my options? <laughs> she said, I'm afraid this is not funny. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, what did he do now? She said, I caught him cheating on a test today. I said, well, tell me about that. How did he do it? Was he creative? She said, no, he simply stood up looked over another student's shoulder and copied down the answer. Now, why would he do something like that? 
Yeah. I said, ma'am, try to understand. I'm not educated in your field. I'm just a layman. But as an outside observer, I'd have to guess he probably didn't know the damn answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd take a shot at it. <laughs> and then she pressed on. Mm -hmm. She said, what are you going to do with him? I said, well, he's 13. He's too old for adoption. So his mother and I were, were thinking about shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever call me again, you're going to be an accomplice. <laughs> Never heard another word from her. Never called back, did yep. she? Never called again. <laughs> yeah. We are going, that was, that was a perfect ending. We are going for our last break and then we will be back. At Dr. B Pediatric Dentistry, we understand the individuality of each child. And they also teach us how to take care of our teeth. And offer an exceptional and gentle dental care experience for all children. With our laser procedures, we are able to provide gentler treatments and faster healing time. Come meet Dr. B. Call Dr. B's Pediatric Dentistry today. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. Please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com. My name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054 or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com. All right, we are back for our last segment of 62 Who Knew, our first laughing happy segment. We're definitely going to do it again. Uh, we have about 10 minutes left in this segment, and you got five of them. So what else can we, what else can we cover today? Okay, blondes. I Bl like, uh, blondes are I love good. love blonde jokes. 
two blondes were up in Ohio one night looking at the moon and the stars, and one blonde said to the other one, she said, what do you think is closest to us, the moon or Florida? The other blonde said, hello, can you see Florida from here? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute, let me do the disclosure. There's 20,000 people watching, I hope at least. This is a joke. I don't want blonde people getting offended. He's a comedian, okay? Don't get offended. Don't. <clears throat> and if you do get offended, yeah, you're never going to understand our shows on annuities and mortgages. Don't get offended. Comedian. Good. Blonde walked into the library, looked at the library behind the counter. She said, like a cheeseburger, medium fries, and a large Coke, please. <laughs> library said, excuse me? A cheeseburger, medium fries, large Coke, <laughs> duh. Library and said, ma'am, you're in the library. A cheeseburger, medium fries. <laughs> I love that joke. I just love that joke. <laughs> Two blondes were putting a jigsaw puzzle together, but the last piece in, jumped up and down, high five. They were screaming and carrying on. Friend ran over and said, what are you two so excited about? And they said, well, we finished this puzzle in like six months. And the box says three to five years. <laughs> <laughs> Blonde's driving around Alaska in her Mercedes. Car overheated. She pulled into a garage, jumped out, popped the hood. Mechanic came out, popped the hood. They both are underneath the hood looking at the engine. And she looked over and said, what do you think? He said, I think you blew a seal. She said, no, I had tuna for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough blonde jokes? You, you can do a couple more if you want. You're right, that wasn't five minutes. Whatever you want, you can do. I don't think I got it. You can go. You can even go a little over the line. Like I said, we're not rated. This is a, this is a, yeah, if you want to end a, a little more. It's up, it's up to you. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, thinking. Yeah? What else I got here? Yeah? What's our time left? What are we at, about eight minutes? All right, well, I'll tell you what. We're, we're a little below seven, so we're gonna, I'm going to tell a little story about you, and then we're going to talk about our guests next week. Um, this is something you probably weren't expecting, but I want to say it. I've said it to you before. Um, you, know, my, you and my dad were very close, and we had our 80th birthday party for my dad. It was a surprise party, and we lost dad not too long after his 80th birthday. But G. David called dad and said, hey, bring the kids up, it's your 80th birthday, to Brewmasters, let's have dinner. Well, what Dad didn't know um, was that we invited 70 or 80 of his closest friends from all over the country, relatives and everything, and G. David closed the club and did a private show just for the family. Um, he made it G-rated because the kids were there. The, you know, Scott, uh, I mean, Scott and Peter, the nephews, and my children were all young. And uh, Dad lived a little bit more than a year after that, and for that whole year, talked about that night, but um, I think I said this in the very beginning of the show. Uh, the only thing bigger than your sense of humor is your heart. My, the last few weeks of my dad's life, like many people's lives, you know, we had hospice at the house. Um, you know, he lived with me. We had two master bedrooms the last you know, seven years of his life. And uh, he was cognizant. You visit him um, you know, till the last day or so. And, and dad, like I said, was just in love with him. So G. David came over a few weeks before uh, we lost dad. And uh, he was in the room. Dad had the hospice nurse. We had hired also someone to be there all the time 
um, you know, the hospitalization didn't cover. And I'm sitting in the living room and, and I hear coughing and choking and laughing. I walk in, the hospice nurses, you know, and the, uh, the full-time attendant that we had hired are dying laughing. Dad's choking. He's got wires going in and out of them, <laughs> tubes. I mean, he was already out and he's laughing. The nurse is saying to him, stop, he can't laugh like this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so dad got to have a, a bunch of laughs. And then two days later, in he walked again, and it was the same thing all over again. Just made dad laugh and laugh and laugh. And a few days later, in he walked again. So uh, my dad got to spend a very big part of his last week of life laughing. Thanks to you. Hmm. You're a great person, Thank good you. friend. Thank you, man. Love you. Um, always remember that. And dad talked about that. Yeah. So the lab, there was one night, we had a rabbi that lived across the street, and we're not religious, but the rabbi came in to talk to dad. He had hours left. <laughs> the rabbi, the nurse says, Dad, Mr. Banner, somebody here to see you. Little bald rabbi, you know, with the, the talus on and all, walks in. Dad goes, ah, oh, shit, I thought it was G. David. <laughs> and the rabbi went, ah, you know. I say, he didn't mean that. And Dad goes, yes, I did. <laughs> so uh, just that, that Dad got to go out in an incredible way yeah. because of you, and I thank you for that. How much time left, John? Five minutes. All right. Well, next week we're going to have a guest. I'm sorry, we have so many guests, I have to look it up. But we have an amazing guest next week. She is a published author. She is an ex, um, she's a speaker on Wall Street. And I just want to get you her name because next, like this week was for comedy. Next week is for the women in the audience. This is going to be an incredible, um, powerful show um, for women. We have Ms. Laura Mattia. Laura wrote a book um, that pointed out that although women have come up so far in so many levels, attorneys, doctors, in fact, there are more women doctors than there are men doctors for the first time I learned from Laura. Uh, lawyers, doctors, uh, chemists, congresswomen, uh, almost everything, but they haven't caught up on Wall Street. For some reason, the wolves of Wall Street are still men, and the percentage, I don't remember the percentage, um, is very low of women. They're not being taken seriously um, and she wrote a staggering book, and I heard her speak at some place, uh, at a place where I was speaking at, and it was just amazing. And I thought to myself, my God, my daughters would love to hear this. And then I said, well, she's got to come on the show. So yes, men are invited next week, but you just sit and listen. This is going to be a very woman-empowering show. Uh, and she also talks about uh, longevity of life because she's a certified financial planner and brings up things uh, such as, as we're talking about you today and your passion, how, what was, uh, um, Rodney Dangerfield was 50-something, 50 56, mm -hmm. before he became famous. <clears throat> what did you say about Colonel Sanders? He was 65, I believe. 65 before he became famous. So there's no doubt that longer lifespans um, has an incredible uh, downside to it, but there's an upside, and I don't think we've spent enough time uh, in the last 13 weeks um, talking about that upside. We certainly did today. I want to thank um, you for being here. I hope you'll come back again because we're, we're very serious on this show. I think we might need to laugh once a quarter. Yeah. I'm trying to convince G. David to get a show here on WeBeam TV. I think you're following. You already have so many thousands, if not, ten, if not tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people across the country that I know would listen in. We didn't cover any politics tonight because we don't do politics on 62 Who Knew. John just said, I do. Yes, he does on his show, if you will. What show is that? Twisted Views. I've heard, I've seen it. And um, it's properly named, if you want to come in. When is it on? 
Tuesday night, 7.30, We Beam TV. If you're the kind of person that likes conflict, Twisted Views. Um, just come on to that. You need to have a TV show. Um, you do. Yeah. It would be easier than traveling and put your stuff out to everybody. And, oh, wait a minute. You didn't plug your book. Oh, I didn't plug no, my book. No, plug your book. Two minutes to go. Plug your book. Okay, my book is Half of America is Nuts and They Were Allowed to Vote. <laughs> yeah, which really did. And where can we find the book? How can people get it? On your website? Amazon, Barnes & Noble, my, oh. my website. You can contact me on Facebook. All righty. If you're, are you... Are you have too many followers on Facebook now? Can yeah, you still take? Yeah, I got up to five thousand, but I, I'm uh, I can keep getting rid of some. Okay, all right. Yeah, and, you uh, want to follow G. David on Facebook? It's um. Well, go to my website. Okay, just gdavidhoward.com. Okay. Yeah. gdavidhoward.com. That, that's your name. That's really that's yeah. good that you did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, how much longer do we have here? Oh, only a minute. So I want to thank everybody for being here. This is the first time we've had a live. Oh, take my time. We ha it's the first time we've had a live audience. John said to take my time because we have to stretch this minute. Um, thank you to Nadia for coming. Thank you for Nadine. Thank you to Ali, good friends of mine all. Um, I'm not going to push you because you work for a different mortgage company. I am going to remind everybody to go eat at Benedict's in Dunedin. Um, <laughs> I'm not pushing your mortgage company. Um, okay, so everybody go to Benedict's in Dunedin and also Clearwater on Coachman and Coachman and Belcher, two locations, but the nicer one is in Dindeed. In fact, ask for Nadine. Don't ask for Ashley. You won't get silverware. Uh, <laughs> but, you'll get, but you'll get great. Uh, I hope Ashley's watching. She's not. She better be. I'm going to tell her to watch now. Uh, well, again, always, I can't believe, I'm going to spend the last 30 seconds again thanking G. David, thanking all our guests for the last 13 weeks. Um, if somebody would have told me, that we would have 20,000 viewers um, on week 13. I never would have guessed it. We are redoing the 62 new website. It's getting bigger every week, if you've noticed, but soon it'll be a source of information for everything that we've spoken about in, 13, in the last 13 weeks. Please join us next week. It's going to be very empowering, specifically for our women viewers. Thank you. Have a great week.